unfiltered, no sugar added talk radio. There may be a little sugar left in my tank from the weekend. I partook in some crumble cookies, and I think I ate the whole box over the weekend, but all that aside, you tuned in to the free-range human show of choice, your daily dose of reality radio, the realest show on radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. We are live in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios this morning out here at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza in Florida, Mississippi. Ah. <sighs> You can call into the show, 601-879-0002. Bit of an open forum this morning. I am live on a Monday, day after Easter, for three full hours of incendiary shenanigans here on 103.9 FM. We're also streaming worldwide at WYAB.com and on the TuneIn app and Alexa. Just search WYAB. What's going on out there? What is going on in the world? How was y'all's Easter weekend? Mine was great. I um didn't do much of anything Sunday. Rode over some of folks. Let's see here. Saturday night. Man, Saturday. Co Wetzel out at the Brandon Amphitheater. What a good time that was. Looked like the rain was going to move completely out. It kind of misted on us. I wouldn't call it rain. It was kind of misty, but it made the light show look even cooler out there. And Co Wetzel brought a heck of a production. I. I had not been the biggest fan, didn't dislike him, didn't like him. I was kind of neutral on the guy, but I puts on a heck of a show, and I, now I see why he has so many fans. It's nice to see people who write their own music and do their own thing, selling out or, you know, filling up amphitheaters. It wasn't quite a sellout, but, <clears throat> you know, that's good stuff there, man. Uh, original, real, authentic music is making a comeback, and I can dig that. That, uh, that Texas country red dirt scene blowing up. From Whiskey Myers to Co Wetzel to the whole nine yards, man. I, I love all that stuff coming out of Texas right now from the country, southern rock kind of vibe. Why doesn't Mississippi get its uh, – we got some great bands from here. That, I mean, I always go back to Chad Wesley, Storage 24. We got so many great bands here, and uh, we don't support them like we need to. I'm just going to tell you all. I'm going to speak for them. And tell y'all, we don't support these bands like we need to. You need to get out, get out and support live music when you can. Especially original live music. And that's no knock on the cover bands. I love y'all too. I mean, honestly, I'd rather hear covers when I'm out partaking in a few beverages. Or I want to hear songs that I know. And I happen to know a bunch of Storage 24 and a bunch of Chad Wesley songs. So I, I want to hear that. Anyway, get out and support these folks. That's my rant for the morning as far as live music goes anyway. Let's see here. Uh, getting some notifications on my phone. Let's see. So I promoted the show this morning. And uh, on my Facebook and Instagram, it just all sends over to one place to another. And I said we were going to talk about some things. I, I've been kind of on the fence about what I wanted to talk about first. And I think we're going to start with the Jackson Trash stuff. And here's an, let me cue this up. I was sitting here talking to Steven this morning and didn't quite get my stuff queued up, but I want to talk about the Metro business owners being upset. And then I want to tell you about a party that the city of Jackson threw itself over the weekend. They had the audacity of these folks to throw themselves a party with high-end catering, 
the whole nine yards, and we got the pictures and all to prove it right here on the Save Jackson page. You'll scroll down a couple of posts. Let's see here. Here it is. Uh, Councilman Grizel, Brian C. Grizel, Councilman for Ward 4, had the audacity to put this on Facebook. Uh, Jackson Employee Recognition Ceremony. It was uh, Friday, April 6th. At the warehouse, the South Warehouse down there on uh, in downtown, beautiful facility. This is my rant here is going to have nothing to do with them. They a uh, great facility. So on, so it was Thursday night, April six. I'm sorry, not Friday. In the midst of the Jackson trash crisis, they threw an employee recognition ceremony. I mean, with this catering looks fine. This looks expensive. This looks expensive. Now they said, uh. Thank you for the, to all the sponsors. So maybe some sponsors paid for it. I don't know. I doubt it. The audacity to throw yourselves an employee recognition party. Who? What awards did y'all give out? Worst of? Because I, I I don't think anybody's doing a best of. I, nobody involved with the city of Jackson deserves an award. Other than for not bailing off, jumping off the ship. Let's play that. This is a this is a news story from WLBT from over the weekend. It may have been Friday night. It may have been Saturday. Let's see here. It was Friday. Friday night. Out. Even the temporary dumping sites that you just heard Joseph talking about are now causing a big concern for business owners near some of those locations. Our Chris Field speaks with a club owner at the Metro Center about how trash there is becoming a problem. Now, before we go any further, I was not aware that there was a nightclub in the Metro Center. You know, I like to party at the Metro Center. I may have to go check this place out. The club owner I spoke with says this temporary dumping site is becoming an eyesore for the capital city and becoming a den for rats and rodents after trash like this that's being dumped all around the Metro Center area by people that's coming in overnight dumping trash illegally. He wants it shut down immediately. J.R. Durham owns a club inside of the Metro Center. He is upset the city placed a temporary dumping site outside in the parking lot. All of this after city leaders failed to come to an agreement on a legit trash contract. A place that's coming back. Now hold on, this is a white dude that owns a club in the Metro Center? How does Clay Edwards not know about this? The tenants, prospective tenants that's going in here, they don't want to be here. They don't. They don't want to be living in a landfill. That's what they've turned this place into. They've turned the metro center into a landfill. Out of all these people that's invested money to bring this place back, they've turned it into a trash dump. All around. Now I will say. Now, now look. He said all these people who invested this money to bring this place back. I don't. I didn't know the metro was back, but I get it. On the facility, there are dozens of trash bags and debris scattered throughout the area. Durham says it is because illegal dumpers are coming in through the night, placing their trash anywhere on site, resulting in rodents and other animals to trek the area and rummage through those items. I didn't report it to DEQ. There needs to be a federal lawsuit, an injunction to stop this immediately. Because you can't transfer household trash. This is a transfer station. It's a violation of federal law, man. That's 100% correct. If you guys want to text into the show this morning, since you ain't going to call, 769-241-1944 is the Guns and Gear text line. I got to run in my mouth earlier and forgot to mention that. 
Durham says he's also worried about those homes that are near the site. You've got a complete neighborhood up here trashing out again. And then you've got thousands of vehicles coming in here on a daily basis on a road that's not that the city half owns that they won't even maintain. Right now, city leaders remain at odds over who they think the garbage contract should go to. As a result, the capital city remains without a trash contract in place. For right now in Jackson, Chris Fields, three on your side. All right, so there's that. That They've turned the Metro Center into a landfill, which, I mean, ironically, you know, ironically, it um it has been a nothing more than, than that for a long, long time anyway. So, uh, Sean texts in on the Guns and Gear text line and says, um, there is concern that Stokes is going to flip to the mayor uh, over this garbage stuff. So, if you uh, if you live in Stokes District, frankly, if you don't, just lie and say you do. Call him and let let him know that you do not want him to flip. They they done got themselves into this. At this point, you got to stay strong. You got to stay strong. You can't let the mayor get a W here. And you know the mayor needs to eat this L anyway. It just just to show people he. The mayor could actually come out of this looking better. If this is just about politics, not about somehow him getting some money down the road or somebody in the in the free to land crew getting rich, the mayor would, would come out better folding here, you know, public perception wise. Because he'll look like, I just wanted to get people garbage picked up. You know, I did, we did what we had to do to get the garbage back picked up. These folks can't even do that, man. You know, I get a lot of these free-to-land folks love to call me a racist and all this stuff. And all I simply do, I can't help the color of the people's skin running the city of Jackson. But I'm going to hold them accountable for being terrible at their jobs. And They love to call me a racist. But, man, this crew can't govern. They can't manage. They can't even get the trash picked up. Can't keep the water on. Law enforcement's going to hell. I heard a rumor yesterday from a pretty good source. We'll find out today if it's true or not that that the chief of police has allegedly been put on uh, administrative leave. Looking to make a change at JPD. Why? I mean, you got the same mayor. It don't matter who the chief is. What has this crew not messed up? They just continue to destroy the city from the inside out. You know, it started back in the 70s with his dad's crew, the Republic of New Africa. And their agenda has come to life. They found a better way to do it than a hostile takeover. They shed the African garb, ran for office, went into offices, and you just give them long enough and they'll screw this thing up. A buddy of mine sent me, uh, Justin sent me some links yesterday talking about it. Actually, had I ever talked about it? I'm like, oh, yeah. We've talked about the Republic of New Africa. You know, they killed uh, Judge Skinner's dad, who was a JPD officer at the time. Now, a lot of strong rumors it was not the person that they accused of doing it, that he took the fall because he was um, already dying from cancer. So that's who they said did it. But a lot of rumors, that ain't who it was. Let's take a call here. Hey, good morning, Carl. You're on there. 
Well, not anymore. Call back. If y'all want to call in, 601-879-0002. The Guns of Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Somebody text in on the uh, Guns of Gear text line. says, Clay, you're out of touch. I thought you were the source to bring us together. You did not know a white guy had a nightclub at Ground Zero? Just kidding. <laughs> All right, let's take this call. Hey, caller, good morning. You're on there. Good morning. This is Tony, Tony, Tony. And I am I was watching a, another black radio show, and it was talking about it's, it's, it's racist because we don't have enough black leaders in position. Well, if, if we're going to have black leaders in position and they're going to do this to the black culture, I don't want them in position. I mean, this is the best example of crony. I mean, looking out for your cronies and not for not for the people. I mean, this is ridiculous. I, I live in Jackson, and I'm trying to say, hey, pro black, but I'm not pro black if it's if it's going to be pro dump on your culture. This is ridiculous, and I thank you because I'm starting to become. Uh, you know, where I don't like the Democrat Party at all. I voted for Barack Obama. I didn't vote for Joe. I didn't vote for him because I didn't like what he did to black people. But I, but this is getting right. This is absolutely ridiculous, and I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tony. There is some sanity out there. I, 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 when we come back, I'm going to tell you a story real quick. When we come back, I'm going to tell you a story about it. If you saw me, follow me on Facebook, you already saw about it. Saw it. But Tony right there just adds to it. You know, it's we we make things a lot on here, or things get on here, and it's very black and white. You know, because of the demographics around here. And I have had some very pleasurable experiences with some black ladies here lately, and uh, some of our callers here on this show. And I tell you what, man, let's take one more call before the break. Callers come first around here. Hey, good morning, caller. You're on there. Clay. Hey. I am a Jacksonian, unfortunately. And I'm totally blind. I'm an old lady. And I do not think that this guy has any intention of doing anything to help us. We can't drive. We can't do the things that other people can do. And he should have kept it simple by giving us a decent garbage contract with somebody. Now, this is pathetic. It's utterly pathetic. It, it is. I mean, they found the one. I'm telling you, I just go back to this. I said it a year ago when this all this rumblings started with this Richard's disposal versus waste management, that they were going to find a way to screw up the one thing that wasn't screwed up. And they found a way to do it. And they, they accomplished it. And here we are. Jackson's literally turning into a dump. Well, it's, it's nothing but a screaming match when he gets together with the council and he goes crazy. It's, it's stupid. He is a spoiled brat. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, but anyway, thank thanks you. for well, taking hey, my call. Hey, real quick, s- stay strong out there and let us know if we can do anything to help you. Well, I will. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. All right, let's take a break real quick. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the com studios on a uh, beautiful day after Easter here. And this segment is going to be brought to you by 
our good friends down there in Crystal Springs at Mercy House Auto Center Teen Challenge. That uh, or Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center. <clears throat> Look, hey, if you got a car sitting out in your driveway or yard that needs to be towed off, running or not, that you want to donate for a tax write-off, that could be way more money than the actual value of the car if you had to sell it. Give my guys a call. Hey, here, and it doesn't have to just be an old car. It can be any car. You know, if you if you're feeling it in your heart, you got a vehicle you don't need anymore, and you want to donate it for a tax write-off. Give them a call, man. They'll come tow that thing off from you. you just got to have a title for it. Uh, also, they're a five hundred one c three, so of course you get the tax write-off. But what's great is it, if you'd want to go buy a car, they specialize in these cars in ten to fifteen thousand dollar range, which is a I'm take it from a guy that sells cars for a living. It is a very desirable desirable uh market people are all the time looking to spend 10 to fifteen thousand on a car and it's hard to do these guys specialize in it they got on-site mechanics that get everything reconditioned and up to uh you know roadworthy good safe everything's working on them they can help you with uh if you hit a bump in the road with your credit they got you covered through some of their lenders and as well as uh prime financing stuff so got a little something for everybody down there at Mercy House Teen Challenge, and the money goes to Mercy House Teen Challenge, which helps put fathers back in homes, beat addiction, and get men back to being men, leading in their communities, leading in their families, and guiding their kids to a brighter tomorrow. I added that part there on the end. I'm going to tell you, man, the father being out of the home can wreak havoc on it. Look no further than the city of Jackson and some of the rural areas around in Rankin County and so forth. When the father's not in the home, those are the kids that end up in jail and on drugs and everything else more more consistently than the others. I'm just a I'm just an anomaly. I home. I ended up in on drugs and in and out of jail because I'm an idiot, and both of my parents were in home, so. Uh, but look, man, it obviously makes a big difference when you get the father back in the home. So check them out. Support them. MercyHouseAutoCenter.com. You can shop them online there. Or you can go see them in person right down there in Crystal Springs, Mississippi. That is Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center. All right. I was Before the break, I was telling y'all about a um, after Tony's phone call there, I had a I had, I had two run-ins over the weekend with a couple super nice black ladies, about three of them total, four of them. I was in TJ Maxx Saturday, uh, helping a friend pick out an outfit for uh, the Co Wetzel concert, and uh, a really nice lady stopped me, and I mentioned the color black. I mentioned their color because I think it, it drives a point home. That, that, that's why it drives a point home. The people are fed up. But really nice lady stopped me and said, hey, Clay, uh, are you Clay? I follow your page. I love your show, so on and so forth. And I didn't get to talk to her very long, but I just wanted to say if she's listening this morning, I really do appreciate you. And then Sunday, I met the little grocery store by my house in Brandon, and two other black ladies stopped me. They're like, are you Clay? I'm like, yes, ma'am, I am. And she's like, I love your show. She goes, and she said the whole dirty word here. She goes, they F around and find that she goes, they F around and they find out, don't they? She listens to the show and she knows that. She's like, I love stalking your page. And uh, it was just a really cool interaction with a really nice lady and the other lady too, who I know. But a uh, shout out to Miss Tina. I do not know the other lady's name, but she works at a gas station there in Brandon that I frequent. So shout out to both of them. But uh, Miss Tina says, they effing around and they finding out. 
Ah, man, it made my day. It really did. Because uh, y'all know we love to we love to talk about people effing around and finding out around here. And I know somebody who's about to here shortly. Uh, thanks to them running their mouth, they're going to F around and find out about a lawsuit. But uh, neither here nor there. <clears throat> um, But the fact that these black ladies come up to me and they tell me these things, it means they're fed up with what's going on. They're fed up with their community looking bad because of some knuckleheads. And uh, Miss Tina brought up the catch and release stuff in Hines County. So she even called somebody and said, you hear what he's, you see what he said? Or you hear what he's talking about? That's what's wrong. Is they just, they, and they're not punishing these criminals. And we had a nice conversation about that there on the coffee aisle at the grocery store. And, and it just, it goes back to, she's like, they don't do this in Rankin County. You know, you, that's why you don't have repeat offenders out on the streets and all that stuff. It was just a good conversation. And it reminded me that there's a lot of folks out there who ain't about this life that's going on in Jackson right now, who ain't about this nonsense. We're turning folks around here. They just need to listen. You know, you listen to the other stations around town that do talk radio. They make excuses for everybody. They blame everything on racism and all this other stuff. What does Kim Wade call them? Black for a living. Everything's about racism. Everything's about race. Sometimes it's just about not doing right. There's a lot of folks just not doing right around here. This garbage contract, for example, that's about not doing right. They can't blame that on nobody else. Not white flight, not racism, not nothing else. The only reason Richard Disposal was even in there because they all threw a fit saying that waste management wasn't black owned. That was how all this started. And there was another contract, another team that had put together, if my memory serves me correct, it was going to be a local bunch. They, they had put it together. And they, their bid didn't get accepted. But they were saying that Jackson's garbage needed to be picked up by a black-owned company. It ended up being one. And that's fine. But that was, that, was what the, that was the nexus of this whole thing, is it was somehow racist because waste management wasn't black-owned. No, it was just a way for them to get their hand in the pot of the garbage contract. This is what the mob did. In the, in the 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s, all up in New York, was they controlled the garbage, the sanitation. I'm sure it's been like that down in New Orleans over the years. These big cities that the mob could get their hands on, they controlled the, the city contracts. They went to their boys. That's what these folks are running this like the mafia, like La Cosa Nostra. And we're all just supposed to sit back and say, okay, but they're black, so we can't say nothing. That They have pistol whooped people into thinking if you criticize a black politician that is somehow racist i just refuse I, I will go down swinging on that i do not care what color you are if you're doing a terrible job we're gonna hold you accountable i can't help the demographic i, I say this all the time i can't help the demographics of jackson it just is what it is we ain't gonna quit talking about it not going to quit talking about it. I can get kicked off this radio today, and I'll still do my podcast every morning. We're going to talk about these things till I get tired of talking about them. Not till anybody else gets tired of it, till I get tired of it. And I ain't getting tired. Like Kevin Gates, I don't get tired. Let's take another break real quick. We ran over on that last segment. Got to get our time back. We'll be right back live in the ClayEdwardShow.com studios. 
on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We are live this morning, day after Easter, right here on 103.9 FM WYAB, streaming worldwide at WYAB.com and on the TuneIn app at WYAB. You can, uh, if you're listening to this later on the podcast, or if you're listening live right now, and uh, you got to miss some of the show, we're here for three hours today, you can always check out the podcast. Be sure to hit subscribe on whatever app you're listening on. Or as I've uh, said before, you can go to clayedwardshow.com. You can hit links up at the top there, or social links, I think it says. And it's got, it'll take you to a page where it's got all of my social links. You can pick your podcast, player of choice, whatever, if you're having a problem finding it. I've listed them all there, everywhere the show is available. I do upload it to YouTube when the content is YouTube friendly, which is usually every day. We'll at least do a segment or two up there. But I do post uh, clips of the show. I break it down, put a lot of effort into it. And you guys have reciprocated that with tons of listens and views and all that stuff. But if you would, uh, be sure to hit subscribe wherever you are listening. Just search uh, on YouTube. It's at Save Jackson. Everywhere else, it's the Clay Edwards Show. So should be easy to find. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Battlefield Drag Strip. They got rained out this past weekend. The weather just did not cooperate for them. But they got a big one coming up Saturday, April 15th. That's this Saturday. It's Battle on the Field Part 2, hosted by Shantez. Uh, spectators, $20. Racers, 40 12 and under get in free. Gates open at noon. They've got the junior dragsters. Man, that is always cool. I'm sure my buddy Mickey Shaw will be out there with his kids' dragsters. They've got the daily driver class, 14-car minimum, $150 buy-in, $3,000 to the winner. they got the daily driver uh, PA, not sure what that means, 14-car uh, minimum buy-in, $150, $3,000 buy uh, payout, and the small tire, 14-car minimum, $150 buy-in, $3,000. So, to the winner. Going to be a big day of drag racing fun out there in Collinsville, Mississippi. 512 George Road in Collinsville, Mississippi. Only 90 minutes east of Jackson. Get out there and see some of the best prep and no prep drag racing in the south. Right there at Battlefield Drag Strip under new management. You can also find them on Facebook. Just go search The Battlefield Drag Strip. And uh, got a beautiful picture of the sun setting in the background of the strip. All right. So... Last segment, I talked to you about my just a great interaction I had with some some nice some nice ladies, black ladies, and it just again I mentioned the, the the race because public perception is that all black people hate Clay Edwards, and that just ain't true. I get stopped all the time by folks who are fed up with what's going on around here, fed up with with uh, you know, Derek talks about it. The uh, the the city culture, folks, uh, the 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 uh, urban that's that's what he called the urban culture, speaking for all black people. He's fed up with that too, and I'm meeting more and more people who I wouldn't call black conservatives, who are getting fed up with the urban culture, the hip hop culture, somehow supposed to represent all black folks. They're fed up with it. And I think they're starting to speak out. And if they ever want to call into this show and speak out, they are welcome to use this platform. 601-879-0002 is the phone number. 
The Guns and Gear text line is 769-241-1944. We got a text here from Unknown Texture. says, there's no other city or town in Mississippi screwed up like Jackson. Sure, the other Democrat cities have crime, but at least they have trash pickup. That's what we're talking about, man. This crew running this city right now are so dead set on this reparation style of politics. They tried this in Detroit. It didn't work. That's why they all came down here, because they think y'all slow enough, and apparently most of you are, to allow it to happen. You know, all they got to do to get everybody in Jackson on board is shake the race the race card. Oh, it's racism. We, we got to be on that side. But we're seeing folks start to get off that, off that, off that ride. Folks are getting fed up with it. They know, even the most die-in-the-wool Democrats know, that this Jackson trash nonsense is 100% because of greed and ego down there at city council and uh, the mayor's office. We got some more text here. Uh, let's see here. I'm reading these in live time. Uh, Super Thrift in Pearl is now one of the Mercy House locations if you want to make donations to Mercy House. You know, Roger sent me this on the Guns and Gear text line. And th- th- this this is what I get so tired of seeing. I see it too in my Save Jackson stuff and uh, on other posts. The mayor was doing a press conference the other day. And Linda Sue, uh, on the comments here, says, tells the mayor, you're all doing a great job. Keep shining. Eyes are on us all. Well, yes, they are. But there's there's people out there that truly think they somehow still think this mayor is doing right by them when they're not. They're not doing right by them. You know, they, they, they seem dead set on getting these garbage trucks. Oh, speaking of garbage trucks, I saw something great this morning coming in here. You know, waste management is right over here off Clinton Boulevard in that area, off 220. And <laughs> all, about 6 o'clock this morning, 6.15, whatever it is I come through. All the waste management trucks are getting on to the interstate, getting on the 220 right there in Industrial Drive. I mean, it was seven, eight, nine, ten of them, just back to back to back to back, heading out to Rankin County to pick up the trash. It's garbage day at the Clay Edwards house. I should have drug it out to the street. I forgot to. I meant to do it this morning. Hopefully I get back in time to get it done. But I was just like, how all oh, the irony that Jacksonians have to see, especially the ones that actually get up and go to work early in the mornings, had to see this line of garbage trucks heading out of the city to pick up the county's trash to bring back to the city. Oh, it's a glorious thing. It is a glorious thing. It has got to be salt on the wound. I went out to my parents' house yesterday out there in uh, South Jackson over on Forest Hill Road and I was expecting to be able to get a bunch of good video and pictures of trash piled up on the street and all that. And shout out to the citizens. I don't even know who did it. And my dad didn't even know. But uh, somebody got a big rollback dumpster right there in this kind of this little, it's not really a cuddle sack, but it is. Anyway, it's in the middle of the street. Kind of cuts out a little, this cut out. And they put a rollback dumpster there. And it was slap full. But shout out to the, to the neighborhoods and the homeowners associations who are being proactive and doing that, and I just I have to think in my heart of hearts that 
a lot of these people, these people who vote, these are the ones we're talking to, the people who vote, these homeowners, they're not about this. They're not about this. And I'm going to tell you, I think Kim Wade's got a real shot at winning mayor, even as a conservative in Jackson. Because I think his tough-on-crime stance and his no-nonsense approach to city government, I think people are going to be so fed up with this free-to-land bunch that I think Kim's going to win. I think he's got a shot. Now, what he'll have to overcome is all the Black Votes Matter crew coming down here and loading up all these people on buses. And, you know, it's, it's, it's basically paid for by Chalkway. I mean, it's just Chalkway promotion. I mean, it should be illegal. But you'll have to overcome them coming into Presidential Hills and these other neighborhoods and these retirement homes and all these places and picking up people by the busload and taking them to the voting polls, you know, to, to vote for Chalkway. That's going to be... But Chakway may, Chakway may be ready to go on to the next phase of his career, which will be terrible for Mississippi. But, you know, Chakway wants, uh, I mean, if you believe all the stuff, all the rumblings, Chakway wants Benny's spot. I don't think Benny's ready to step down. And to think it couldn't get any worse than Benny Thompson. And, but, uh, you know, to think it couldn't get any worse than Benny Thompson. <laughs> I, I, you know, if we got to pick a, a Democrat to replace Benny, I'd be much, much happier to see a David L. Archie over a uh, over a Chakway. I think uh, David's got a puncher's chance of doing something good. I mean, I see what he tries to do in Hines County, and I like it. I mean, I don't agree with everything. I haven't always been the biggest David Archie fan. Some stuff I was wrong about. Some of my stuff, he's just he's a Democrat. <laughs> what do you say, you know? I'm sure he didn't vote for Trump. But I like what he's doing in Hines County. And sometimes in these local elections, we have to put our national politics aside and say, who can do the best job locally? And that's what Jackson needs to do with Kim Wade. But our national politics aside, and who is going to be best for Jackson? It's Kim Wade. And, this, I, I, and I don't get paid to say these things, you know, but I, just, I, I think it goes without saying. I think it goes without saying. I got a bunch of video. I, again, I'm here for three hours today, solo. So I got a uh, Allison, who normally does the third hour with me on Mondays. She's going to be filling in for Jameson today for two hours. So <clears throat> she's not, she don't want to do three hours radio, which I completely understand. So I'll be doing the whole three hours solo today. Phone lines are wide open, 601-879-0002. We're going to get into a bunch of stuff today. We're going to get into a bunch of this transgender stuff. But this Jackson trash stuff, man, this stuff hits home for me. Um, I got enough time to play this. I'm going to play this video real I'll tell you what. Yeah, I'm going to play this video real quick. This is just more bad Jackson citizens talking about trash on Easter. This is on WLBT. A happy Easter to everyone watching. Even Easter Sunday isn't enough to keep the minds of Jackson residents off the lack of garbage pickup. Just hours ago, a handful of residents voiced their frustrations outside City Hall. Their words coming ahead of tomorrow's special meeting when city leaders will once again vote on a trash contract. We deserve better. What about the citizens? Just a few of the signs visible outside Jackson City Hall on Easter Sunday. Several people taking time out of their holiday to voice concerns about 
garbage, and specifically the lack of a company to pick it up. The people of the city of Jackson is the one that is suffering, and we are suffering all because of eight people who make a decision for the city of Jackson. And- You're suffering because of one person, the mayor. He screwed this up going back a year ago. That's who's making you suffer, brother. That's not right. Sunday's press conference coming just hours before a special called meeting where Mayor Shokwe Antar Lumumba is expected to ask the council to vote on a six-year contract with Richard's disposal. It's the exact same proposal the council rejected at a special meeting last Saturday. We're tired of it, and now we're about to do something about it. Come election time, you folks that are sitting on the council, you mayor in the city, we're going to make a decision. And the decision might be that you will no longer be the one that's serving the city of Jackson. A group of concerned citizens who call themselves the BK Breakfast Club put on Sunday's presser. Not all of the group's members are Jackson residents. In fact, its spokesperson, Sabrina Sissoko, says there were concerns about her speaking on the group's behalf because she lives in Madison. I don't look at Jackson as it being its own entity. Hell, the the, the mayor's right-hand woman. That the real mayor of Jackson, Dr. Amari lives in Madison too. So I don't, I don't think living anywhere should have any say so on where, where you get to speak for. I do it every day. I talk about Jackson. I don't live in this dumpster hole. That that's their issues. Anything that goes on in Jackson is all of our issue. Sissoko says she has family and friends in Jackson. She goes to church in Jackson, and she wants to see trash pickup resume in Jackson. There's so many other things going on in Jackson that we need to focus on. And the garbage can be taken care of. Somebody is ready and willing and waiting to handle that. All right, we're going to take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on when Nestor. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We ain't got about a minute here before our top of the hour news break. Uh, In hour two, we're going to hit more of the Jackson trash stuff. I just got sent something that I find very interesting uh, about the how the mayor's sister will allegedly or how the Lumumbas will allegedly benefit by making millions of dollars off of this whole deal if it goes through with the Richards' disposal. Apparently, the sister allegedly owns uh, a percentage of an IT company involved in all this whole deal. So we'll, we'll see. We're going to read it and uh, at least put it out there in the ether and let you know what's going on. Because I, I, I've been seeing this rumbling for a while that the sister owned 25% of a company that was going to benefit. Someone said Richard's disposal. We checked the LLC there, and she does not own there. But uh, an ex, a company that would do the work for them on an IT side, getting a, a big cut of it, well, that would change things, wouldn't it? We're going to read that here on the other side of this break. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We're live till 10 a.m. this morning. Call in 601-879-0002. Text us on the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. We'll be right back on the other side of this break right here on 103.9 WYAB. All right, welcome back in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio, the realest show on radio, the most incendiary morning show on the airwaves here in central Mississippi. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am live in the clayedwardshow.com studios here at 103.9 WYAB. It's hour two of a three-hour Jackson trash spectacular here on your day after Easter Monday. Uh, We are going to hit some national stuff, too, and I'd actually planned on hitting that coming straight into the 
second hour before I check my messages and I had something interesting in there. And uh, we'll get to that here in just a second. This segment is going to be brought to you by Ellis Autoplex. We are open today till 6 p.m. tonight. So if you want to come out there, do a little car shopping if you're off work today. If you're not, you can shop us online, ellisautoplex.com. We've got a great selection of pre-owned F-150s available. Probably got nine or ten of them out there. Ranging everywhere from about uh, sixteen, seventeen thousand 17000 on up to, uh, you know, 33000 So just kind of something for every budget. We've got some SUVs, some cars. So something for everybody. LSAutoplex.com or come out there in person at 2195 Highway 471 in Brandon, Mississippi. We're right over there uh, next to Booze Smokehouse in that general vicinity across the street from the back porch uh, 471 and all that. We're easy to find. If you come down Highway 25, you get off on uh, 471, and boom, we're right there on the right. Second car dealership on the right. Ellis Autoplex. And hey, don't forget, Little Truck City, man. That's what we specialize in. You're looking for a good pre-owned four-door. Uh, that's usually what we got is four-door. <laughs> four-door, four-wheel drive truck. We even got some two-wheel drives out there. I even got a, a Sierra with low miles right now. Four-door, two-wheel drive Sierra, GMC. Uh, with only like 115,000 miles on a truck that's uh, almost 20 years old, uh, eight, 16 years old, that is low miles, man. That's less than 10,000 a year somebody, some pop put on this truck. Come buy it. It's a good one. But hey, we buy vehicles too. So if you're looking to sell yours, come get a fair market value offer. Don't worry about cleaning it and putting new tires on it and doing this and doing that. We're going to do all that anyway. Come sell me your truck. They'll make you an offer on it. We'll cut you a good local check that you can go cash today. Well, not today. The banks are closed, but tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, you ain't got to deal with all the Craigslist crazies and the marketplace maniacs offering you half of what you're asking for it and all that stuff. We're going to make you a fair offer and earn your business one way or another. All right. That's Ellis Autoplex. Shop us online. EllisAutoplex.com. <clears throat> all right. I got sent this by one of my sources on Facebook that sends me a bunch of good stuff. Uh <clears throat> I, I don't think this lady's name is real, but this was out of a Facebook group. And it goes to what I've been saying that I, I keep hearing that the mayor's sister owned 25% of a company that was going to benefit from the Richard's disposal deal. Now, this is all allegedly, I'm just throwing this out there because where there's smoke, there's fire. This keeps getting said by different people. So I, I'm curious if some real investigators out there who know how to look stuff up can find this out. This is uh, this lady's name is Toya. So I'm just going to read this to you real quick. She goes, well, here it goes. Allegedly, the reason we ended up getting trashed, literally, a council person, <clears throat> I forgot, who asked about the subcontractors and was told no info. That's because, allegedly, Rakia Lumumba owns 25% of an IT company that would get 15% of the $60 million. So the council doesn't want the Lumumbas to get any outside money from the deal. The mayor, that's what I mean by reparations politics. They're going to get theirs one way or another. Um, the mayor then allegedly held the vote hostage until almost the end of the deadline to force the council to vote. But they called his bluff. And here we are in trash. How they failed us. Mayor, how dare you hold a, our services hostage for your own selfish greed? Vote should have been held. They don't use any punctuation on here, so I apologize. Vote should have been held, and if it's true about the cis, she should have set this one out. Let's see here. She should, I had to answer the phone there. So if it's true about the cis, she should have set this one out. Council, stop throwing rocks. 
than hiding your hands. If you knew about this, just say it out plain to the people. Stokes, Banks, Foot, Hartley, instead of sustaining or voting no, why not let us know the real reason because the job Richards was doing was fine. The crying from the mayor was a tantrum, and the no vote was pushback or jealousy for not getting a piece of the action, question mark. Both bodies have failed us. Both bodies must go. We cannot continue to be the pity spot of America. We are too great. Well, I could make an argument about the being too great part, but I find that very interesting. That is a, that is another citizen. Uh, that's a black lady, too, not some white lady. Um, throwing, a, throwing a bunch of red flags out there about why this got, why the, this, we're in the situation in Jackson with the trash that we are. Let's take a call here. I think I got Mr. Dixon on the line. Hey, brother. Mr. Clay, God bless you and happy Easter. How you doing this morning? Man, I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm, I'm wonderful. Now, you just explained it because I'm wondering, why is the mayor's needle stuck on Richards? To disagree with that lady, you know, Richards is the only uh, trash company that has missed my street. And I've been here like 60 years. Sometimes they will not come. We had no problem with waste management. But I'm glad you all are getting to the bottom of what's really going on. And I think you need to keep on shouting it because a lot of people don't can't really understand. I knew something was going on. And you would think that the people in the FBI and the Justice Department's Public Integrity Division would be interested in this. Did you say that his sister owned a comp- part of a company that deals with Richards? Well, uh, uh, allegedly. Allegedly. I, yeah, I got to make sure I put that out there because I don't know how to search and figure out these subcontractors and uh, who does all that. But the word on the streets is she allegedly owns 25% of an IT company that's one of the subcontractors for Richards that would get around 15, that stands to get around 15% of that $60 million. So, in other words, that's what we used to call a conflict of interest. Mm hmm. God bless you for telling the truth, Clay. You be blessed now. Have well, a good one. You too. Thank you, Mr. Dixon. You know, the thing is, and I don't know that that's the truth, but I think people need to see all sides of it and make up their own mind. And if, you know, if somebody don't say it and float it out there in the ether, people need to know that they can make up their own mind. The right people need to start asking questions. I ain't the right people. They don't care what Clay Edwards thinks until they try to cancel me, until the people from inside the mayor's camp are calling my sponsors. And I know that for a fact. You know, they don't like what we're doing here. This is real. This is big boy stuff. Exposing stuff like this. I didn't ask to be the guy doing this, but here we are. Here we are. You know, y'all need to, the right people, the black citizens of Jackson who have had enough, the people that voted for Chalkway who have had enough, need to start standing up and asking these questions. They care what you think. They don't care what I think. They don't care what most of the white voters in Jackson think. That They've made it very clear that the only people they really care about in this city are the black Democrat voters who vote for them. I mean, uh, he makes everything about race. Everything is made about race by this, by this administration. So you can't tell me that they care what the white folks think. All they're doing is trying to pander to people who are emotionally charged up about race. Anyway, I digress. We put this information out there 
so y'all can do with it as you wish. Start asking the questions. You know, I'm a little, whatever happened to the local media digging into this stuff? Your news channels used to, we need a, oh man, I'm drawing a blank. What's the guy's name that died a couple years ago that uh, had the pit bull attack him that time on the news channels for years? Burt Case. Burt Case. Where is a Burt Case doing a doing a good investigation? C.J. LeMasters won the Best Investigator in Mississippi Award. He, and he is great. Where is C.J. LeMasters peeling this onion back? It's like everybody's scared to death of calling this administration out for anything. You know, with the exception of Kingfish, he's the only person that, that talks, the, the investigative reporter that talks the Jackson stuff. You know, Kim Wade gets on here every day and does it too. But, you know, I don't think, no more than I'm an investigative reporter, I don't think Kim's an investigative reporter. You know, we get out here and we, we're talk show hosts. Need these investigative reporters to peel this onion back. If I'm wrong, if we're wrong about this, they're just tell us, hey, you're wrong. There's nothing, nothing uh, there. That would put a lot of people's minds at ease. Because if the garbage contract is being held hostage so the Lumumbas can make millions on a side deal, I, again, I don't know how it's not illegal. It's nepotism at minimum. But how is it not illegal? Like I said, conflict of interest, Mr. Dixon said. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me just read some text here on the Guns and Gear text line before we go to our next break here. And we're going to shift gears a little bit and get into some of the national stuff. I want to talk about Governor Greg Abbott pardoning uh, Sergeant Perry, who was accused of killing a BLM uh, person like back in 2020. Uh, Matt chimes in and says, don't forget to talk about Biden, talking about black kids rubbing his leg. Oh, that's an old text. <laughs> um, All right, I'll... Let's see here. I'm going to have to read those during the break. I can't quite pull it up. There's some, uh, there's some screenshots here. And for whatever reason, um, I can't quite. Yeah, he's, he sent out the Lumumba's names are on a bunch of stuff here. Uh, Jackson Panthers, Merchant Card Services, LLC, Nubia's Dream, LLC, People's Advocacy Institute, and A1 Dependable Delivery. That's uh, Chakwe, Rakia, and Shaka Lumumba's companies at their own, according to the, uh, oh, here's another list. All right, so we've got the, all the names here of the different companies these uh, the Lumumba's are on the corporation or the LLC on. I guess this is from the Secretary of State's office. Cal Investments, LLC, New Africa Development Fund, New Africa Productions, People's Advocacy Center, U. Uja Ma'a Land Development Corporation, that's U-G-A-M-A-A, Land Development Corporation. Mothers Obtaining Justice and Opportunities. Culture Youth Sports Entertainment, LLC. Picture Perfect Painting, LLC. Premier Business Enterprises, LLC. And Magic Massage. Chakwe owns a, owns a company called Magic Massage, LLC. That's weird. Okay. Good stuff there, Matt. Thank you for pulling that up again. I don't claim to know how to find any of this stuff. But uh, so now what we need to figure out is, are any of these subcontractors 
uh, tied in with Richard's disposal, allegedly. Again, if they're not, great. It'd be good to know that they're not. If they are, I, I think it paints a bleak picture for what they're doing around here, and they're holding people's health at hostage. Because like a sanitation, and the Mississippi Department of Environmental Quality has done told Jackson, these uh, these little temporary garbage spots, this ain't going to work. Uh, the, the club owner from the set first segment of the show, talking about on WLBT from the Metro Center, talking about this being an e- illegal transfer station, is 100% correct. That is an illegal transfer station. And, uh, you know, Waste Management owns all the transfer stations around here. Anyway, let's take a break real quick. We're going to come back. Let's get into some national news. You're welcome to talk Jackson all we want. we got three hours. we got to 10 a.m. to do it. 601-879-0002. And the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. I do want to read one more text that I got that I got during the break from a retired city council person. Let's see here. Uh, got to dig back just a little bit. All right, this is from a retired councilman. It says, Aaron Banks put out some interesting info on the debacle last week. I don't have the link. Interesting fact is the council wants twice a week trash pickup. If I'm not mistaken, most cities only have once a week pickup. Twice a week would be a good deal more expensive. Richards is the cheapest for that particular service, but according to banks, not the best. Now they are wanting to hire a professional evaluator to sort through the request for proposals that have been submitted. Keep up the good work, Clay. I, now I've always, we've always had twice a week Jackson uh, trash pickup in Jackson. As long as I've been uh, old enough to drag the trash out, living at my parents' house, I had to do it twice a week. In Rankin County, in Brandon, where I live, it's twice a week. Now some places. May be once a week, but you know I'm not sure where they are. Twice a week is the norm, to the best of my knowledge, and it has been around here for as long as I I can remember. All right, let's take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by Take a Break Deliveries. Glad to have them back here on the show as a partner. Locally owned, locally operated food and alcohol delivery service. I forgot to mention going into the weekend, they do deliver alcohol as well, wherever uh, wherever legal. You know, you got to have a liquor store to get it delivered there. So if, you, if it's dry, they can't bring you liquor. Just a food for thought there. They deliver beer as well. Uh, I've had beer delivered to my house. I don't know if I'm proud to admit that or not. But I have. Um, and, of course, great food delivered all the time. Like I said, I'm out there in Brandon. Man. We got liquor stores now. So, technically, I can get liquor delivered to my house. So, uh, Take a Break Deliveries can do all that. And if you use the code at checkout, the promo code, all caps, CLAY601, you are going to get $5 off your delivery fee. That's huge. I got that news late Friday. And uh, so if you use CLAY601, all caps, $5 off your food and or alcohol delivery to your house. So check them out, locally owned, locally operated. And they are hiring drivers out there in Rankin County. So if you want to make some great extra money, uh, full-time or part-time, get in touch with Keith at Take a Break Deliveries. You can uh, download their app and check them out online, takeabreakdeliveries.com. More about them as the show goes on, I'm sure. Let's take a call here. Hey, brother, you on there? Hey, Clay, you do realize, you do realize that's $9 million, correct? That's 15% of $60 million? Yep, $9 million. Yep. 
Mil- oh, I said millions. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of money. It's it's, it's life changing, uh, generational money. I, I, what I don't understand is on this. I've heard of people. I've never heard of people getting a percentage of a contract for doing something like an IT. Now, if they were picking up a certain percentage of the trash, I can understand it. But why would they get a certain percentage of the contract? That's it's a good question to ask. I, I was thinking the same thing myself. But uh, again, we're just floating it out there. See, what, you know, let, let smarter people figure this thing out. I mean, that like like Mr. Dixon said, that's a conflict of interest. I mean, nine million dollars on a sixty million dollar, and you're just doing IT. I mean, it's a trash truck. What kind of IT could you have? <laughs> I mean, do, do they need a website? <laughs> I mean, I know there's a lot of back end business stuff. There's a lot of digital logistics involved in picking up trash. I, I, I understand that. So. You know, there's no telling. IT can mean anything. They could have a war room with all the big screens up and trackers. And I mean, there's no telling. For a dispatch and stuff like that, Clay, yes. I'll I, I, I lease and uh, 18 wheelers uh, frequently, to be honest with you. And all that stuff's already in the system. Yeah. All that stuff's already set up. And from what Antar was saying the other day at a press conference, them trucks are leased. They're not bought. Yeah. So, uh, I mean... Uh, you can bet your butt if he got that $9 million, he was free to land, if you know what I mean. Oh, uh, for him, yeah, exactly. All right, brother. All right. Peace. Yeah, good point there. Let's take another call. Hey, Collie, you're on there. Hey, Clay. Hey. You know, you mentioned when you were eating off those LLCs, uh, three of them mentioned had the name Republic of New Africa in it. Yep. And that really jogged uh, something in my memory about uh, the whole episode that uh, Chuck Way's father was involved in. Yep, uh, the killing of Judge Skinner's dad. Exactly. In fact, that's why he came down from Chicago, is to be involved in the Republican New Africa movement, which also involves our beloved Benny Thompson. Yep. You know, in which they, I can't remember the states, I think there's Alabama, Mississippi, maybe Louisiana, that they wanted to take away or separate from the United States and become their own country. That's it, brother. Last time I checked, I think they called that treason. Well, it, in fact, is, it was a huge Aaron Burr incident in the early 1800s where Aaron Burr wanted to do the same thing and was tried for treason. And they, aren't these the same people, uh, Benny in particular, that claimed that uh, a bunch of broken windows at the Capitol was an insurrection? Wouldn't this be? Wouldn't that be like an insurrection of sorts? Yeah, when they wanted to take several states from the United States and make their own country, uh, that's even more. I mean, that's more of an insurrection. That's, uh, you know, you want to take sovereign territory from the United States. And all of a sudden, that was just kind of swept under the rug. Even in, when, you, like you said, Judge Skinner was, uh, was killed in that. His father was killed in that on Pondexter Street over the same episode. I mean, that makes it a violent uh, um whatever you want to call it war that's war exactly. is what it is if, if if another country attempted to come and take over our terrorist group attempted well they were a terrorist group attempted to come and take over a country we would blow them off the face of the earth terrorist group is the appropriate word yep you know that's what they did back then but all of a sudden they get promoted into positions of power and it's amazing how that works it's it, it, it is something to behold to think that Benny Thompson and Chakwe Senior went from being part of the Republic of New Africa and a and a and a Jackson policeman being killed to the positions of power that they rose to, and now because Chakwe Senior died first year into his administration, the son, after a brief hiatus uh, with Tony Yarber as mayor, 
uh, takes control of the city going into his second term. And then, of course, you got Benny Thompson. Uh, is, what is it, District 2? District 2, he's, my, he's under uh, mine in Hines County. Yeah. And like I said, you know, when people say, call your congressman, I don't even waste my time because, you know, as soon as they knew, you know, <laughs> they only listen to, you know, I'm white conservative. <laughs> Who cares about him? My vote don't count. They're not there to res- In fact, I don't think Benny Thompson represents even his black constituents. I think Benny Thompson only represents his own self-interest. I mean, he's corrupt to the core. Well, it's like I was saying earlier, you know, when we put that information out there about the sisters and the, the Lumumba's involvement in these corporations, if it's true, you know, the people that they care about ain't you and I. It is it is the black Democrat vote, if they even care about them, which I, I don't think they do. They're just they're playing them uh, for the race card stuff, you know, but that's the people who are going to have to start asking these questions. You're everyday citizens. So I'm glad to see these people raise up and and get mad. Because well, you we're know, we're going to have to have that them. Off and I heard those names. I said, hmm, I guess there's still vestiges of that still out there. And so just wanted to kind of jog y'all's memory about that. I appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it, brother. All right, bye-bye. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, you know, we hit that a little earlier in the in the show. And, and that's these are things that people deserve to know what what's going on out there. Again, if it's not true, great. I, you know, I think that put people's mind at ease. But if they're somehow making some making big money tied to this particular company having that garbage contract, man, I, again, it, it, it just it, it should be illegal because the people's interest ain't the ones being served. It's the it's the interest of the politicians who stand to benefit financially. And I get that. I'm sure that's been going on for years and years and years. But in previous times. When it's going on, it, it didn't stop the garbage from being picked up. I mean, I know there was a strike of city workers back in 68 when the city used to pick up trash. And they said they weren't doing it no more. And uh, so at some point after that is when BFI or Waste Management or whatever the company was, it was BFI forever, um, came on board. And Jackson's had its trash picked up. Uh, religiously. Now, there's been some hiccups along the way and this, that, and the other, but there was never a, a work stoppage since 68. And this ain't even a strike. This is a contract negotiation or whatever, a vote gone sideways. It's crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. Let's read a couple texts here. we got to take a break and come back. Thomas texted in and said, basically, we all we are all political prisoners. Thomas is uh, hitting on all cylinders this morning because he's right, man. We are all political prisoners. You know, just a pawn in the game of these politicians. And what's going on in Jackson, man? I tell you, it, it is insane. Uh, got another text here. Unknown texture says, Kim Wade's potential mayoral run has way more to worry about than folks being uh, bused to the polls, which should only be illegal if done by a candidate or by someone who directly endorses a candidate. But an independent person or company giving someone a side, giving a ride to vote is probably one of the most American things someone can do. I tend to disagree because um, I know how that I know how that whole operation works. And it, 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 it ain't working to the good of Jackson. These are people that are that are playing that playing that race card for the vote. You know, when they when they somehow find a way to turn blacks against one another to, to, via racism. Is it, whoever ain't the the far extreme 
is the racist. I mean, they made Jonathan Lee said he was a Rankin County Republican. That was the last chance Jackson had. They screwed that one up. Let's take a call. Hey, caller, you're on there. Hey, how's it going? Good. Now, I actually live in Jackson, North Jackson, and I've moved here many years ago. But the city where I come from, uh, which is out of Florida, we, the city, had a city uh, garbage. You know, the city picked up our garbage. I don't understand why Jackson don't have the, have the city do it. You know, I've had a, the city trucks. Well, and we, we did up to around 68 or so. I was talking to my dad like yesterday afternoon about this. And uh-huh. he said he specifically remembered the uh, when it was because it was the same year that uh, that Martin Luther King got killed. So I think that was sixty eight, right? And yes. he, he said it was after that that they came on with the outside contractors. But let's just be honest here: do do you think this city who can't seem to do anything could run the garbage now? Well, being that <laughs> I actually just just I just been living in let me digress here. Lived in Madison, Madison County originally for almost 20 years, moved away, came back, moved into Jackson uh, just about six years ago. So I kind of think maybe they got the right person who's not afraid of uh, the mayor who won't back down. They just, just call the shots like this. This is what we need. This is how we're going to do it. And then hold, and hold his staff accountable. It's a possibility. Well, they had, they, they, the problem is the mayor wouldn't be able you're going to have to get somebody who's independent of the mayor who can't be fired by the mayor, kind of like this Jackson Water deal, I believe. You're somebody who yeah. comes in who's like a, a trash czar of sorts. Right. You know, but I yeah. I, I just don't, man, they, they, they have found a way to mess up everything they touch. I, I No garbage pickup right now has got to be better than the city trying to do it. I just don't, right. tr- I don't trust them to do anything. On the other option, they can do like they do in some northern cities. You have just private companies. You contract with with a private individual. Yeah, different neighborhoods contract with different folks or stuff. So yeah, that's right. how they, that's how they they do it in some northern areas. Now, not saying you know the mob won't get involved, but at least your garbage will get picked up. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, I think most people, um, after a few weeks of garbage not being picked up, aren't going to care who picks it up, as long right. as it's picked up. At this point, they're paying for it. Right, and I and I think that's that's his point. That uh, you know, look, we, we won't have nobody picking garbage up, and you go put pressure on your city council people, especially the ones who voting against it. I, mean, I live in you know District One over there with uh, uh, Foot, and they, I guess they figure we'll put a pressure on him to have him um, kowtow to the mayor. Well, that ain't, that ain't how I work. You know, I had no problem with waste management. I was fine with waste management. It's like I don't have, like I don't have no problem with uh, Capitol Police if they redraw the districts. I ain't got a problem. Yeah, you know. And look, and at the end of the day, I, again, I'm not a Jackson citizen anymore. This is just my opinion. I don't have a problem with Richards. I had a problem with how it was being, how it got shoved down everybody's throats by this mayor. And what just seems like, man, there, there's got to be more to it for him to be I, so dead set on getting that contract from waste management. Right. And I think that's the problem. It, it, it was shoved down the citizens' throat and the city council's throat, and it, it just don't sit well. No. You know, I mean, they picked the garbage up. You know, I, they, they never did miss, you know, picking my garbage up. But I, I'm trying to figure out how you're still going to charge me for something uh, that you're not doing. Just like uh, with the water thing here, they're talking about increasing, uh, you know, the price on, on water 
versus size house you live in. Yeah, I think that got, know, that got shot down, and, they, and and I think they passed a I think they passed a law down at the yeah. Capitol this year on, yeah, on, on that, that not that being just able to happen. Have been fair, you know, you have somebody who's on a fixed income, but you know, uh, our house could have been you know built eons ago, bought and paid for, but now you know she's a widow. She don't have any money, but you know, to pay extra, you know. No, that's a so, that's a great that's a great real world deal there, man. That, that's something that happens every day. People look at a big house that you know maybe got left to somebody through a will or a spouse passed away, or whatever, and just think, oh, they living in a big house, they can af- they can afford whatever, you know, yeah. and, and they can't, like you just said, fixed income, whatever the case may be. And at the end of the day, you shouldn't be punished for being successful if 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 you do make a good living. This is true. You know, I mean, this they, is true. Don't they do that enough with our taxes already? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'd say I'm, you know, I'm I'm not a Lumumba fan. Never have been. I, his dad was an okay guy. I knew his dad from uh, an organization that I was involved in at the time. But uh, for the son, nah. Yeah. You know, I'm not not a fan. Got it. Hey, look, brother, I got to take a break. Great phone call this right. morning. Thank you for listening. All right. All right. Good stuff there. Good stuff there. You're getting to hear the other side of Jackson. These are the people who are typically. Just leave me alone and don't screw this up. Now they're mad. These are the people that seem to just, they keep to themselves. They do right. And they're the ones who are being punished by this nonsense, this foolishness. Let's take a break. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, this segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Get out there today from 4 p.m. to close, which is around midnight. They stay open late Right there at Phantom Mart on the res at Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Got nine different frozen daiquiris on tap. A full service bar with tons of great high-end liquors, vodkas, tequilas, and more. But hey, what they really do well is pizza. They got 12 different specialty pizzas on tap. Pick your favorite one. Or heck, if you can't decide between one, do the Wheel of Flavor. Three specialty pizzas on one pie. Try three of them at a time. If that ain't your thing... Build your own pizza. That's what I do. Give me that ham. I love my Canadian bacon. Cheese, marinara, and crust. It ain't hard. And they do it well right there at Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. But there's so much more than just pizza as well. They got pasta, burgers, fries, appetizers, and more, as well as some great mozzarella sticks. And you know your boy loves mozzarella sticks. So get out there. Try them today. They're open late. They're available on all your major food delivery apps, including locally owned Take-A-Break Deliveries. So take advantage of them today. Use that discount code CLAY601 and get $5 off your delivery fee with Take a Break Deliveries and Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. All right. Uh, lots of great text here, man. And I, I keep trying to get to this national stuff because it's a lot of stuff out there. But, man, y'all are just bringing so much good information to the show this morning that I hate to not run with what's hot. Reagan can says... Lumumba has to make everything about race to inflame the passions of the people. A calm, deliberative thinking people would fairly grade his leadership ability and would not be a good grade for Lumumba. Agreed. Lost Sheep says uh, twice a week here in Terry on garbage pickup. No problems. Monday and Thursday. Yeah, it was always Wednesday and uh, uh, Wednesday and Saturday over at my folks' house, I think. Uh, Thomas. I yeah, said, uh, basically, we're all political prisoners. All right, that's got us caught up on text for right now. Uh, one more thing I want to hit real quick before we get into the national stuff. 
is I saw this post over the weekend. Apparently, somebody dumped a bunch of trash. And this came from the city of Jackson. Apparently, a bunch of trash got dumped on Ellis Avenue. You know, a bunch of mad people who have had enough. Now, you can see these screenshots over on the Save Jackson Facebook or Instagram. That's Save JXN. Uh, this is a, from the city of Jackson's Facebook post page here. This is the official one with the blue check and everything. So this was the scene on Ellis Avenue today. Our solid waste division found out and immediately got to work. Lakeisha Weathers and her team are amazing. And special thanks to Ellis Knight for stepping in and personally taking care of this. Residents continue to suffer as a result of no trash pickup in the city. Prayerfully, we will all stop failing our residents and vote yes for trash pickup at Monday's special called, specially called city council meeting. Clearly, the mayor has hijacked the city of Jackson's uh, Facebook post from, um, from that chump that runs it. Can't stand that guy. Uh, but uh, uh, here's what I really want to point out. A, a citizen comments under the post here. So it's like anytime you start thinking people are starting to get it, people are starting to wake up, it reminds you just how asleep some people are. Anthony says, Someone white from another community did it as something to laugh about. The disrespect coming from a lot of their mouths on these platforms makes me think it's not too far-fetched. Brother, let me tell you. Nobody is coming and intentionally dumping garbage to laugh at Jackson. We don't need anything else to laugh about. We got plenty of ammo if we want to laugh at Jackson. Nobody's got to come dump it in the middle of the street. But that's, but that's what they think that this is. I mean, they have just when I said they can't find a way to make this about race, they find a way to make it about race. Who we? I mean, this is all Jackson, bro. I mean, I, I'd hate to be one of the white people on the city council right now because they're gonna find a way to pin this on y'all. This, this is gonna be your fault, one hundred percent your fault. But what do y'all think, man? Should the city council fold and and let the mayor get his way? Or should they stand strong and continue to fight through this a little bit and make him take an L? I think he's got to take the L. That is what Clay Edwards thinks. you got to make him take the L on this. And just sit back and figure out what they can try to hijack next. Let's take a call here as it's coming in live. I think we got Lacey on the line. Good morning, Lacey. Hey, Clay. I just wanted to tell you, the other day when you were talking to John and he went to talking at race talk, you turned him off, and that's what you need to start doing. Everybody, when they start talking that talk, just turn them off. Yeah, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, apparently, some people corrected me and said he said rapist, not racist. But he was he was probably going to the race card, so we, oh, we just prevent probably, defense. Yeah. I felt it coming. He, that's what he's about to. So when they come at you like that, because they want you to sit there and try to explain yourself. You don't have to explain yourself to anybody. Be who you are. And, if, and, and then, just like Kim Wade say, if you're a racist, Okay, if you calling me a racist, okay, so what? And, you know, that's just, 
that's the way you have to handle those type people because they're stupid. They do that to upset people because they know it upsets people. Well, you know, I don't really care what you, it's when it starts financially messing with folks, you know, because mm-hmm. they just don't like what you're saying. So if I don't like it, it must be racist. And I right. can't, I can't tell you what you said that was racist. I just don't like it. And you're talking about black folks and you're white. So it has to be racist. And yeah, I'm like, man, exactly. wouldn't it, to me, it would be more racist to ignore the situation because somebody was black. Right. You know, like if I just, if I was going to ignore it, to me, that would be racist. But we're calling it out equally, just like we would if somebody was white. Lacey, I got to take a break. Thank you so much. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. We'll be right back. Got callers on hold. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm here at 10 o'clock solo today, so we're going to rock and roll. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios. And this segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Lakeland Glass and Tent. Get over there and see them. This is hour number three today. We are on, we're just rolling full steam ahead. And uh, to kick off hour number three, it's going to be brought to you by our friends over at Lakeland Glass and Tent, where quality matters. So if you need your home, car, or business windows tinted, Lakeland Glass and Tent can be your go-to tent specialist right here in Central Mississippi. If you need your automobile glass repaired or replaced, well, I think they'd really do a replacement. You know, if you need a new windshield, new side glass, rear window busted out, whatever the case may be, uh, that hailstorm came through, wreaked havoc on windshields and glass on cars. You know, that's one of the things we don't talk about much. Get over there to Lakeland Glass and Tent, get your new windshield or whatever you need taken care of as far as your automobile glass goes. And hey, if you need to turn your vehicle into a rolling billboard, Get it wrapped. They can do that, too. Have it looking like a NASCAR out there if you need it to, baby. They can do it all using Expel, the number one highest quality tent and wrap that they make. So check them out, lakelandglassandtent.com, or give them a call, 601-946-1000, Lakeland Glass and Tent, where quality matters. Okay, I want to thank John for closing out the first hour there. He, He helped me move from the local trash situation into the national transgender situation talk that I wanted to get into a little bit today. So he says that most men who are doing the pedophilia and the raping of our children are not transgender, that they're straight men. And to that, I tend to agree with him, but they're parading around as transgender. That was the whole point of the bathroom debate that we thought filthy, filthy, straight men would be wanting to go into the bathrooms to rape our daughters. And that's why we fought that fight. That's why we still fight that fight. It wasn't ever about true transgender people using the bathroom. It's about dirty, old pedophiles that if they'll rape a child, they'll damn sure dress up like a woman to sneak in the bathroom to do it. You're opening the back door up and just letting the Letting the uh, letting the bad guys in. Was it letting the rooster in the hen house? Is that the saying? Letting the rooster in the hen house. That's why we fought that fight. So yeah, one hundred percent right. It is straight men doing this. And, and and again, if you got the audacity, the criminal mind, the sick, sick mind, to want to. Uh, molest or rape a child in a bathroom or, 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 or an adult for that matter, anybody. You know, this ain't just about children. Uh, our, our kids are always our kids, no matter how old I am. I'm still, I'm still my mama's baby at 45 years old. 
My daughter will be my baby until she dies. You let somebody f around and find out in one of the bathrooms that my daughter's in. That's exactly what they're going to do. Find out. I don't care if they're wearing a dress, coveralls, overalls, waiters, or anything else. They're going to get it. All of it. And not what they want. I can assure you of that. So, yeah,、uh, I don't necessarily disagree with John. you know, And that's our point to all of that. Um, speaking of transgenders, I've got an interesting report here on the Gateway Pundit from,、uh, and it's about the title of it is Report Reveals the Alarming Reason Why Companies Like Bud Light and Nike Are Shoving Transgender Dylan Mulvaney in America's Face.、Uh, I'm going to read here for just a second. It said, Almost no one in America had heard of Dylan Mulvaney. A biological male pretending to be a female before this year. Now he is suddenly all over the news. The reason behind his sudden emergence is chilling. The New York Post exclusive, exclusively revealed that the human rights campaign, the forefront of the, less, the leftist LGBTQ mafia, is utilizing a social credit score to force companies like Nike and Anheuser Busch to either advance their position, to either advance their poisonous agenda or In addition, the HRC publicly threatens organizations every year by sending a list of demands in person over what they want displayed in public. Clearly, Mulvaney was part of those marching orders. The HRC is backed by hedge funds such as BlackRock and Vanguard, the top shareholders of most American publicly traded corporations. Failure to advance the woke agenda. Will lead to these companies pulling their funds from Nike, Anheuser-Busch, and other major companies, leading to the loss of millions of dollars. All, of this mean, all this means that major corporations actually lose more by not embracing the woke left agenda than from angering conservatives. So much, of the, so much for the get woke, go broke slogan, the New York Post reported.、Uh, executives at companies like Nike, Anheuser-Busch, and Kate Spade. Whose brand endorsements have turned controversial trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney into today's woke it girl aren't just virtue signaling. They're handing out lucrative deals to what were once considered fringe celebrities because they have to, or risk failing an all important social credit score that can make or break their businesses. At stake is their Corporation Equality Index, or CEI. Score, which is overseen by the Human Rights Campaign, the largest LGBTQ plus political lobbying group in the world. HRC, which has received millions from George, Foros, from George Soros Open Society Foundation, among others, issues report cards for America's biggest corporations via the CEI, awarding and subcontracting points for how well companies adhere to what the HRC, the Human Rights Campaign, calls its rate, rating criteria. The HRC lists five major rating criteria, each with its own lengthy subset for companies to gain or lose CEI points. The main categories are workforce protections, inclusive benefits, supporting an inclusive culture, and corporate social responsibility and responsible citizenship. A company can lose CEI points if it doesn't fulfill HRC's demands for. Integration of intersectionality and professional development, skills based or other training, or if it doesn't use a supplier diversity program 
with demonstrated efforts to include certified LGBTQ plus suppliers. Look, I can go on and on. I'm not going to read this whole thing. It's rather lengthy, but you can go find that at the Gateway Pundit. It's uh, on the top of their page there as soon as you log on if you want to read the full details of it. But in, at the end of the day, these companies are being held hostage by these LGBTQ terrorist organizations uh, like the Human Rights Campaign to pu- push these agendas. And apparently uh, they stand to lose more by you never drinking. Well, they stand to lose more by angering these folks and having this investment pulled by BlackRock and these other companies than by you choosing to never drink Anheuser-Busch products again or by Nike Again, it's a weather, rather a complex and screwed up thing there, isn't it? So what do y'all think about that? You know, um, my guest in here, Sean, the other day said he doesn't understand why conservatives are making such a big deal about the transgender thing. Like, how many transgenders do you know? Well, and to that, I'll say this. We're not the ones making a big deal about it. It's these companies making a big deal about it. We didn't ask for Dylan Mulvaney to be put on Bud Light cans or to be in Nike commercials, or to have this entire agenda shoved down our throats from a national level constantly. You know, the White House has made this a big deal. The day after, or the day of, a transgender person killing kids at a Nashville school for being Christians in a trans day of terror, the White House got up there and were more upset about people misgendering the shooter than because kids died. Kamala Harris flies down to Nashville a week later in defense of the trans community, but not, but didn't say a single word in response to the kids being killed by the transgender person. So yes, it's been made a big deal. And we've asked this question for a long time. Why is it being made such a big deal. Why have they decided that transgenderism, is it a new religion? Uh, Tucker made some great points about this the other night. Is transgenderism a new religion? And uh, let's see here if I've got my notes right. We, uh, I think we can find this out. Um, I, so here's this. There are some, there are some quote unquote pro trans, pro trans, uh, Christians who are upset with Tucker. Um, I got to go to my Twitter account here. Y'all bear with me one second while I do this. I thought my link went there, but it doesn't. Yes, I actually do show prep, believe it or not. Let's see here. Y'all bear with me one second. If y'all want to call in on this, 601-879-0002 is the phone number. And I am almost there, guys. Bear with me one second. Logging in here in live time. So, profile. I'm going to my bookmarks. There we go. And I've got this saved here. Um, Well, you know what? I guess I don't. But Tucker has angered a whole bunch of so-called Christians because he compared this to being a new religion. And I agree. They have turned this wokeism, this transgender stuff, into a religion in and of itself. And it's a bit mind-boggling to me that they've chosen this to be their hill to die on. But it's going to be mine to die on as well because I refuse to accept this as normal. There's no such thing as a trans woman. There's no such thing as a trans woman. 
All you are, and I don't care if you cut your wang off, all you are is a dude that cut his wang off. You're a wangless dude now. You're not a trans woman. Cutting your cutting that off doesn't make you a woman. I'm sitting across from a woman right now. That's coming up next here to fill in for two hours for Jameson Haygood, Miss Allison Noe, a biological woman. You know, I, I I know what a woman is, and I know a dude that cuts his wang off ain't a woman. Ain't never gonna be a woman. I don't care what you do, breast implants, hormones, whatever. You're never gonna be a woman. I, Clay Edwards will never adhere to that. I will never properly gender you. I don't care what that costs me. And I fully expect these people to come after me. But I do this knowing that that's my cross to bear. Absolutely, 100% my cross to bear. It's it, We have a mental health crisis in America, just like we have a Jackson garbage crisis and a Jackson water crisis. We have a mental health crisis in America that is being disguised as a social justice movement. And that's this whole transgender thing. You know, we're not going to just go away peacefully on this. We're going to sit here and stay vigilant. And we're going to talk about it constantly. We're not going to go. We're not going to just pretend that this is going away. These people have mental problems that need to be addressed, not pandered to. We'll be right back after the break here on the Clay Edwards Show. 103.9 103.9 FM WYAB, streaming worldwide at WYAB.com. We'll be right back live in the Clay Edwards Show.com studios. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show, live here in the Clay Edwards Show.com studios. Now, hey, check out my website, man. Uh, all the links to my social media accounts are there. Just click social links at the top. I've got a merch store where you can uh, check out some Clay Edwards Show and Save Jackson t-shirts. I guess I need to update that and put something on there to make fun of the Jackson trash stuff. But I have not gotten around to it yet because, I, you know, I'm, again, I don't necessarily do this for the money. I do this because it's what's right. So this segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Guns and Gear. Man, Check out Hunter and the team today for some great deals on guns. I got their Facebook page pulled up here. Shout out to my old buddy Wayne, who just sent me a message there on Facebook. Good morning, brother. Um, <clears throat> guns and gear. Hey, look, if you're not following them on Facebook for their deal of the day, you're missing out on some great deals, my friends. Uh, just the other day, they posted um, a bunch of just different stuff they have in the store. They got these really cool knives. It looks like the Exocet, I think is what it's called. Man, these things are nice. They look like switchblades, basically. And I might ride out there and get me a knife here soon. I may have to cut one of y'all one day. No, I'm kidding. That's a joke. That's a joke. Uh, look, man, they've got a. They got some used firearms available. The SAR USA SAR nine Safari nine millimeter. They got it right now for three seventy nine ninety nine. They've got the cool little Easter egg color. Um, Ruger EC9s. Now, these are the great pocket pistols that are so popular with our with our lady friends in the teal and pink and turquoise and all those colors. They've got them available right now for three twenty nine ninety nine. A uh, great gun to get out there for your women. You know, your for the lady in your life. Get out, get her. Make sure she is protected, especially if she got to ride down through Jacktown. Uh, get out there to Gluckstadt to Guns and Gear today. Shop them online. Guns and Gear MS dot. Com. And again, we always appreciate them for sponsoring the Guns and Gear text line here on the Clay Edwards Show. A uh, little breaking news here. Um, 
there's been a mass shooting situation at a Louisville, Kentucky bank. Uh, the shooter has been neutralized. At least five people are dead. That's according to Fox News. I've been kind of loosely following that this morning. They call it a they didn't call it an active shooter. They call it an active active aggression. Um, not sure what the legal difference is there. Is that some new woke term to not say active shooter? I'm not sure. But at least five dead at a Louisville bank uh, due to an active shooting situation. So we'll see how they find a way to blame that on AR-15s here soon. All right, let's go. Speaking of guns, you know, big story for the last year or so that a lot of people forgot about was a fella who... um was a fella who had to defend himself in Texas back during the 2020 Summer of Love BLM rights, the mostly peaceful protest. And over the weekend, I'm, we're going to start at the top. I'm going to refresh y'all's opinion, refresh your memories on this in case you haven't been paying attention this weekend with it being Easter. This was Tucker from Friday night. So during the last outbreak of armed extremism, which is course, was the BLM riots of 2020, and former Army sergeant called Daniel, P- Daniel Perry was driving for Uber in Austin, Texas. He was an Uber driver. He's in his car, and a mob of rioters surround him in the middle of the street and begin hitting his car. One member of the mob was a man called Garrett Foster. Foster is a militant with a history of waving his rifle at people. He approached Perry's driver's side window with an AK-47. Then he raised the rifle, and when he did that, Perry shot and killed him. That right there is the moment that he did what, y'all? He heft around, he found out. Now that's the difference in hanging, letting it hang down on your side, and the second you raise it, that is an act of aggression. That And that is when self-defense is allowed. It don't matter what that Uber driver put on his Facebook earlier that day about maybe having to kill some folks. A lot of people said that. Hell, y'all got a nurse fired from UMC for saying that she would run over these folks if they were blocking her. Rant got a lady fired for saying she would defend herself. Let's let Tucker finish. In self-defense. The lead detective in the case and the Austin police concluded it was a justified shooting. If that's not a justified shooting, there's no such thing. But because Austin, Texas, the justice system is overseen by a Soros-funded DA, Perry was charged with murder for defending himself. And tonight, we are sad to tell you, This man, a military veteran driving an Uber car, was convicted of murder. And what does that mean? It means that in the state of Texas, if you have the wrong politics, you're not allowed to defend yourself. So this is a legal atrocity. It's so obviously unjust that tonight we extended an invitation to the sitting governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, to come on this show on Monday. And we wanted to ask if he was considering a pardon for Daniel Perry. But for some reason, Governor Greg Abbott's office told us he just can't make it and that we should talk to the Attorney General of Texas, Ken Paxton, instead. So that is Greg Abbott's position. There is no. All right. So over the weekend, it came out that Governor Abbott will be pursuing a pardon for Sergeant Perry. You know, I just don't want to live in a world where. I can't kill a terrorist that has a gun pointed at me in self-defense without having to worry about going to prison. You know, and I say it regularly and I say it often, that is exactly why Clay Edwards moved out of Jackson. It's because I don't think for a second that another George Soros-funded DA, Jody Owens, wouldn't have my butt sitting in the electric chair if I had to kill one of these terrorists in Jackson in self-defense. 
That is why I no longer live in Jackson. That's why I no longer play in Jackson. Is for that very, very reason. You know, so again, it's come out that um, Texas governor plans to pardon Army sergeant convicted in Austin BLM shooting. Uh, we'll see how it all shakes out there. And it got me to thinking. Do y'all think Tate Reeves would pardon somebody here? I don't think he would. I don't think he's got the cojones to do it. You know, and I and, and I say that because I sit here and I look at my friend Anthony Fox being held as a political prisoner right now. He hasn't been pardoned when none of the evidence stacks up saying he should be sitting in jail. None of it. Yet, he's sitting out there as a political prisoner so these folks running Jackson can make more money suing in the lawsuit against the city. That's all this is about. And it's a sad, sad state of affairs. But again, Tate needs to pardon Anthony Fox. And I'm afraid he ain't got the cojones to do it. And people should call his office and should hold him accountable and hold his feet to the fire and tell him you want Anthony Fox pardoned. You know, one reason the left is it's so easy for them to advance their agenda constantly is seeing as how most of them don't work. They sit at home and they call and they harass these politicians and these businesses. Anytime they're not getting their way, you couldn't rub 10 of them's credit together and it'd be good enough for them to finance a car. Yet they influence advertising at car dealerships. Or they try to get people fired from car dealerships. There was a situation last week where a local high-end car dealership here in town, uh, in Ridgeland, uh, got their social media reviews, got hijacked by the local BLM mob. And they tried to get a salesman fired. You know, you can go, you, you can use your imagination and do a little research and figure out who I'm talking about. I ain't going to drag their name through the mud anymore. But my understanding is they folded. And uh, it was all because the girl wanted a car. And they worked the system to get a car. So they made up some story about a salesman not talking to them because they were black. You know, and people are just tired of this stuff, man. People are slap tired of it. I know I am. I know I am. I'm going to take a break real quick, come back. We got some more we're going to get into. We can hit more Jackson trash stuff if y'all like, but uh, <clears throat> we got a bunch to talk about. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 1039 WYAB. I tell you what I want to talk about. I want to talk about John McCain's wife saying that they knew about Epstein's misconduct and raping of children and chose to say nothing. I got the video. I also want to talk about the Jones County woman who uh, filmed herself uh, performing sexual acts on a dog. Yep, you just heard that on the radio. We'll be right back live on The Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into The Clay Edwards Show. We are live here in the clayedwardshow.com studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Stonington Farm Beef. That's right. They're going to be up here in Jackson this Friday. Get your orders in by Thursday to get your food delivered Friday. I say Jackson. They don't actually come to Jackson. They come to the Jackson Market. They'll be in Florence, 
Ridgeland and Brandon Friday. So get your orders in, stoningtonfarm.com, 100% grass-fed, 100% grass-finished, hormone-free, steroid-free, locally sourced beef from right down in Perkinston, Mississippi. I've been I've gotten me an order the last two months in a row. It's all I've eaten. I actually uh, cooked a big sirloin last night, cut it up into little cubes to have uh, steak to snack on for the week, and that's what I ate last night. Man, you can't go wrong with some Stonington Farm. Uh, you can get everything from a steak delivered to a cow cut up and uh, and butchered up the way you like it from Stonington Farm. I highly recommend the ground beef. And you can check out all the pricing and more at stoningtonfarm.com. Again, get your order in by Thursday to be delivered Friday. Stonington Farm. All right. So, this is the Clay Edwards Show. And I've got something I want to talk about. Apparently, Tucker Carlson did a... Uh, not Tucker. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was looking at my Tucker thing. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Cindy McCain has come out and says that she and her husband knew Jeffrey Epstein was trafficking and raping children, but they intentionally said nothing. I, we, we've been saying for a long time, that, uh, and, and other hosts on this station, that uh, John McCain was probably rotting in hell. And this just reaffirms that. Here's this. It hides in plain sight. Epstein was hiding in plain sight. We all knew about him. We all knew what he was doing. But we had no one that was... Let's play that one more time. This is John McCain's wife. It hides in plain sight. Epstein was hiding in plain sight. We all knew about him. We all knew what he was doing. But we had no one that was, no um, uh, legal aspect that would go after him. They were afraid of him. For whatever reason, they were afraid of him. It hides in plain sight. Epstein. What do you mean you had nobody that would go after him legally? You could have told somebody. You could have. Yeah, y'all hadn't had any problem. You, that trash bag of a daughter of yours. Megan, I assume this is Megan's mom, you know, unless she's from a different marriage. Y'all, y'all, y'all have no problem spewing hate about Donald Trump constantly. But you couldn't maybe warn a brother about what Epstein was doing? You couldn't have made that more official? Couldn't have put that out there? These are evil people. I tell you, I, I really, really regret voting for John McCain. Back in, what was it, 08? Ugh. Ugh. Um, I wish I could have that one back. And, of course, I still wouldn't have voted for Obama. I just wish I hadn't have voted like I did in 12. I definitely wasn't voting for for that nut job or, or Obama. I, see, I can proudly say I didn't vote for Obama not even once. You know, we get a lot of we get a lot of reformed leftists on on our side nowadays that say, "Man, you know, I I even voted for Obama." I'm like, "Ugh!" It just makes me cringe every time somebody tells me that. But at least they're no longer voting like that. Unfortunately, they are in Jackson, and uh, that's obviously a problem. So, what do y'all think, man? What do y'all think about um, uh, what's her name, Cindy McCain, coming out and saying that? Let's go to Miss uh, Let's go to Miss Sylvia here. Hey, Sylvia. Good morning. Did you How get, are you? I'm good. Did you get to hear any of that? Yes, I did. I heard all of it. And um, I do regret voting for John McCain, but I could not. If so, I, I could not. I can't stand Obama, and there's no way I would have voted for him. Talk about pick nope. your poison. <laughs> yes, I just, oh, 
the thought of him even still being president makes me sick. And when I do hear people say, and I hear it a lot because of my job, how what a wonderful president he is, I don't respond. I just think, Father, this is another fool. But anyway, I wanted to comment about the Uber driver. Yes. Uh, I hope Abbott does pardon him because he was just trying to save himself. And to be in jail because you were self um, doing self-defense is ridiculous. So I hope he has the guts. And I do think Abbott, Governor Abbott does to pardon him. And I'm going to pray that um, our current governor will pardon Anthony Fox. I hadn't prayed in that direction. I prayed for his protection because uh, since he's a former police officer, I don't want anybody to harm him because of that. But I did want to say something about blacks who always blame race as to why somebody doesn't like them. And the car salesperson, I'm sorry that that happened to him. But I just wanted to say that some blacks need to realize that it has nothing to do with race when someone doesn't like you. They need to take into consideration that that individual or individuals might not like you has nothing to do with your race, has nothing to do with your gender, has nothing to do with your political stance. It just might be you that they don't like. And people immediately want to say when folks act strange to them, oh, it's because I'm black. No, it's because you might have said something that was out of line. You might have shared some thought that just was atrocious to the individual. Sometimes think about that. What did you do? That caused somebody to might think, I don't like you. It has nothing to do with race. And that was all I really wanted to say. And those are still going to call in and complain about what I said. Oh, get over it. I have to listen to your gobbledygook, so listen to mine. And that's all I wanted to say. And you have a great day. You too. Thank you, Miss Sylvia. Always great to hear from Miss Sylvia. It's been a while, Sylvia. Don't be a stranger. I do appreciate your Bible verses every day, though. So keep them coming on the uh, Guns and Gear text line there. Hey, if y'all want to chime in, 769-241-1944 is the Guns and Gear text line. The phone line, if you want to call into the show, 601-879-0002. Um, you know, we don't do a whole lot of national talk here. Because, I mean, look, there's people who do, who do it way better than me. We do local. But there's some stories that even hit me upside the head. And we will crank up the national talk as we get into the election season, the 2024 election season, because we've got statewide elections here in Mississippi, and we've got, of course, the most important presidential election of our lifetimes coming up, uh, of probably any lifetime as an American. Uh, this will be a battle for the soul of America, and I know we say that in our intro there, but it's true. This upcoming election will be a battle for the soul of America. It'll be a battle for our Christian values, a battle for our Christian values, is America going to be a country built on one nation under God, or is it going to be a country built on one nation under transgenderism? And that's going to be the war that we fight moving forward. You know, it's every, just whatever is anti-Christian is what these people want to push upon us. And we're not going to take it. We ain't going to take it. They ain't going to get it without a fight. That's for damn sure. Um, look, uh, pivoting here, and there's really no easy way to pivot. To this, but uh, we're gonna try. Um, over the weekend, a um, a woman in Jones County was arrested for unnatural intercourse. I mean, this is on WLBT. She's got her picture. 
clearly, again, mental health is a is a problem in this country, and uh, we're not addressing it properly. This is from WDAM. So the new details about the events leading up to 19-year-old Denise Frazier's arrest have been released. According to the affidavit, Jones County Sheriff Deputy uh, Regina Newton received information on Tuesday that a woman was accused of having sexual intercourse with a dog. What, is, this, what, what, what has happened to this show? Uh, during the initial investigation, Newton was able to identify Frazier as the suspected woman, the report said. Newton located Frazier at a residence on Norton Road in Laurel and spoke to her after uh, Mirandizing her. The affidavit said Frazier admitted she was the one in the video, but stated she was forced to do it. She also said that it occurred a year ago in Hattiesburg. The document said Newton received several more videos of Frazier having intercourse with a German Shepherd. A video also showed the German Shepherd, which Newton saw at the residence. Uh, Jones County Sheriff's Department investigator Sergeant J.D. Carter, who is also uh, the affiant in the case, said one of the videos appeared to have been taken in a Jeep at the Freedom Baptist Church parking lot in the Myrick community. You read that right. You heard me right. Uh, She did this intercourse with a dog in a Baptist Church parking lot uh, in the community of Myrick. Uh, These videos were from Snapchat, a social media application, a geometric location for Mark Miss was seen at the top left of the video. Snapchat reportedly uses locations through GPS, Wi-Fi, and or cell tower data to provide the location of the user's device. Screenshots of iCloud shared photos of the video showed the range between the dates of February 23rd and 28th of 2023, which of course would not have been a year ago. It would have been last month. These findings and circumstances led Carter to suspect Frazier willfully, unlawfully, and felonously had sexual intercourse with one or more domesticated animals, one being a male German shepherd, and recorded the intercourse via an electronic device on or about February 23rd through 28th, according to the affidavit. The affidavit was signed Wednesday, and Frazier was arrested later that day and charged with unnatural intercourse, aggravated cruelty with an animal. Officials said three separate dogs were seen on video and all animals are now in a safe place getting medical help. The Sheriff's Department said it was the Sheriff's Department said in its initial investigation phase, but has found no evidence that Frazier was threatened or coerced into participating in these acts on video. During her initial court appearance on Thursday, Jones County Justice Court Judge Grant Hedgepeth set her bond at twenty five thousand. He also ordered that she stay away from animals until after her trial. <laughs> I mean, I want to laugh because I don't know what's worse. The fact that she did these things or the fact that the bond is 25000 which is more than what it costs most murderers to get out in Hines County. You know, just be careful where you break these crimes at, folks. It can be very expensive to get out of jail. Oh, man, what is wrong with people? What is wrong with people? And, you know, I'm just looking at, at least in the back of the cop car here, she's not a bad-looking girl. Like, I mean, I've seen guys with much worse. I mean, I felt like she could have, I mean, use social media for something else. I mean, oh, my goodness. Let's take a break real quick, come back, and reset this. I don't want to talk about this no more. But I I had to mention it because what's going on down there in South Mississippi? We'll be right back on The Clay Edwards Show, live on 103.9 WYAB. 
Breaking rules when necessary. That is definitely explains what that last segment was. That was uh, breaking rules when necessary. But hey, it's the news, man. If they can report it, we can talk about it. This segment is going to be brought to you by Watkins Construction and Roofing. Man, I ran into uh, <clears throat> my buddy Johnny that works over there at uh, in the VIP thing at uh, Brandon Amphitheater over the weekend. Just talking about how busy they've been since the hailstorm. Be sure to give them a call today. Check them out online, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Get out there. Back-to-back hailstorms. Done a lot of damage to the roofs around here. Let them come out, give you a complimentary roof assessment. And uh, see what you need done. They can work with your insurance companies, get it all taken care of. Whether it's a repair or replacement, Watkins Construction Roofing has got you covered. Uh, Just great, great guys to deal with over there. All right. WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Let's see here. On the Guns and Gear text line, um, got some clarification. He says, it's not a lost sheep says, it's not bestiality. It's interspecies erotica. Don't want to offend anyone. They said, why would she do this? She was a fairly attractive young lady. Now no one is ever going to want to be with her again unless they are just a second. She was. Just as, maybe I say just as sick as she was. Yeah, I mean, she it, that's a wrap. Could you imagine showing up with her at the family function after that? Man, look. I'm just telling my friends out there now, y'all y'all show up with this girl at the party. We're going to talk about you. She is not invited to the barbecue. I got dogs. I got two. They don't, they didn't ask for that. Ain't going to have to lock my dogs up when she comes around. We ain't doing it. We ain't doing it. Good Lord. You know, we talked about this a while back. There's this whole thing going on. Where these kids are cosplaying, basically, and pretending they're cats and going to schools. And some schools have even put in litter boxes for them. And uh, because they're trans species, I guess. Uh, I'm convinced that I have survived the rapture. And I'm just stuck here with a bunch of idiots. And apparently there's a lot more of us not getting in heaven than we thought were. Because there's no way that this is real world anymore. There's just no way. With all this trans stuff, with all this just everything going on. There's there's no way that, that I... And apparently trans people love dinosaurs too. I learned this the other day. Uh, apparently something about trans and dinosaurs. I saw that on Tucker. I did a Facebook post about it. Just some screenshots from them on NPR talking about being trans and loving dinosaurs. I, that there goes now. Every time I see a dinosaur, I'm gonna have to think about Dylan Mulvaney and all that stuff. And quit ruining things for me. That's what I'm so fed up with. I'm so fed up with the tease, ruining everything. Quit doing that, man. Look, this has been a fun three hours. I don't want to do it all the time, but I was glad to today. Uh, Miss Allison Noe is coming up next, filling in for Jamison Haygood for the next two hours. Uh, She's going to have some great, great health and gun-related stuff to make you a better person. So stay tuned. Podcast will be available here over the next hour or so. ClayWithShow.com or wherever you download podcasts. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9. 
WYAB.